1: Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on YAT Radio. Leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College, Bat Rouge, Louisiana. Good evening. Good evening, everyone,
2: and God bless you. Uh, I just would like to just start off by saying God is good, and God is good all of the time. As we go into our our program tonight, we're going to give you some information at the outset, then I'll go into some um, genetics and anthropology, and I'll go back over some of those things, but so many of uh, the world today are christians and we have been taught and we've been taught incorrectly uh, the caucasian race have told us the well, europeans have told us for so long and their pictures and the movies the movies always depicted every uh, hebrew as being a caucasian and that wasn't true they were never of a Carcassian or a Caucasian race, but they always were a, a dark race, a Negro race. You know, Abraham coming from the region, Abraham would have to be of a dark race, a black Kushite. And we should understand that the entire area Was part of the Ethiopian Empire during the time that Abraham came from. There, the Bible tells us that God confused the tongues in Genesis the eleventh chapter, verse seven and eight. So the Lord scattered them abroad, and we find that when the Lord scattered them abroad, we found out that it was Nimrod the mighty warrior, which, which they said was the mighty warrior before God, was the one that, that was the region he lived in. Now, I want us to know that Babylon is noted as being a region of Nimrod, and we know Nimrod was Ham's grandson, meaning that he was black. He was black. And for centuries prior to and after the uh, Mican, uh, Babylonian continent uh, to be inhabited and governed by the seed of Ham. You know, and after research and careful study of history and archaeology, the evidence was conclusive that Abraham was not a Caucasian. Even if we look deeper, you'll find that Abraham was a native of the Chaldean city of Ur and that he left that time prior to the Hamatic gut type. And that, that you can find that in uh, uh, Genesis eleven chapter uh, verses uh twenty eight through thirty one. Now in the nineteen I mean excuse me, in eighteen eighty four the edition of the Family Bible by Ballard and Dylan contains an identical book of the King James Virgin. With addition, now, when the reason I'm saying this is because Europeans did alter some of our Bible to fit the type lifestyle that they were living in. As we know, in Rome, they had all types of idol gods and everything like that and things like that. And even in the Catholic Church today, you see statues, and that's one of the things in the uh, Ten Commandments. They ask us not to make any graven images, and I'm not trying. Well, but, but being a Catholic is not going to get you to hell, saying that you don't bow down to a statue. But he asked that we don't be uh, pay uh, homage to an idol and things. So, you know, uh, rather, now this is Ballard and Dylan contains an identical book with the King James Version with the addition of, you know, the Apocrypha, Judas, Tobit, Estra, 1 and 2, the wisdom of Solomon Birch, the pride of Manasseh, king of the Judah, Jude. Now, the first and the second, the first and the second book of Maccabees, it states clearly that the book of Judah 5, the fifth chapter, verse 24, that Abraham was a descendant of the Chaldeans. And uh, now, listen at this. They knew that the Chaldeans were black. The Chaldeans, the the builders of the Chaldeans, were Hermetic people. And we know that we this says is that Ham is a progenitor of the dark race, the Ethiopians, the Egyptians, the Libyan, and the Canaanites. The hermetic race language in, in and the, the language that they spoke, this hermetic language and uh, civilization, archaeological and discoveries of rocks, written annals and cuneiform, Ricard has, records have conclusively demonstrated that the hermetic Negro were the earliest settlers of or of the Chaldees. Now, that's where Abraham came from the African-Ethiopian Empire had for ages dominated Ur. Now now, 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 I want you to listen at me, if you will, because I told you this before. If you would go to Zondervan Bible Dictionary definition of Ham, it would tell you that Ham is the youngest son of, of Noah, born about 86 years before the flood and that he was one of eight who survived the flood, and that he was the progenitor, mean the father of the dark race, talking about the African race. It talks about him being the father of the Ethiopians, the Egyptians, the, uh, the Libyans, and the Canaanites. Now listen at this closely. They portrayed Egyptian as looking white. But now the Bible dictionary would tell you the ham was the progenitor of that race of the dark race. But since that technology and they were so intellectual and uh, ability so far advanced, whites have made them to be have whitewashed uh, the Egyptians. Now, it's important that we understand that it goes on to say that Ham was not the progenitor of the Negroes. The Negroes is a dark race of people. Now, you know what a Negro is, those who are listening, especially African-Americans, because we were called colored, then we would call Negroes. And the people of the Holy Land and the people of that area have always been people of color. Never uh, people, were, they were never albinos or uh, albinos. Uh, and, and and I explain to you when I say albino because this is something that people don't like to talk about, it's especially Caucasians, don't like to talk about how alb- albinoism fit in with them. Chaldeans were, now, there talks about the Chaldeans were a mixture of Semitic and Hermetic people. Now, if they were Semitic and Hermetic, that means that both of them were black and brown people. You know, some uh, were the pure Ethiopian breed and some were the uh, Hermetic race. Amen. The early Semitic people, which was the Semites, uh, and the Hermetic possessed deep, black skin and woolly African hair. Now, if you look this up in your Bible, they'll tell you, like, yellow hair... Which would be like a blonde and white hair on a young person found among the ancient Semites, a Hebrew was feared and socially shunned. Sean, you know. They said, "Well, that was because you was not you wasn't supposed to be born looking that way." You can find that in Leviticus, uh, the 13th chapter, 16 in the 16th verse, uh, the 30 the 30th verse to the 32nd verse. And also Genesis 10 and 15, 7 and 20. And you can find that all throughout the Bible. Now, we have to understand that Abraham is the father of the Hebrew race. Now, if he's the father of the Hebrew race and Abraham was a somatic person, with black, with, will he have, what do you, how do you expect the rest of the people to look at uh, the uh, Hebrew people to look if he is the progenitor. Now, now it's important that we understand that even historians and other people have always said that when they validated stories about ancient Egypt and other places, when they validated that they were black now, the ancient Jews were so black that many Romans mistook them for Ethiopians. Now, the early Ethiopians were not light-skinned or light-brown-skinned people. They were more of the Nubian race down toward the Sudan from the northern part. The most rigid code among Jews to prevent miscongenation fell. Even the, the Jewish father Abraham... Uh, oppose such marital forbidden you know that he married this non non-jewish woman named hagar and she bored him she was an egyptian she was a hamadic woman and she bored him a son and that son was ishmael i'm going biblical with you a little bit earlier today on the show because i want you to stop thinking that that because wives have wrote it, wrote it. And they they have all these things that I'm saying is coming from books that they have written. But for some odd reason, we refuse to try to read and find out who we are. We are a race of people who are lost. And we really don't know through slavery, being in bondage and slavery, we don't know who we are. And we have... Uh, Carter G Woodson wrote the book say the miseducation of the negro and and that's true the we have been miseducated we have been brainwashed that we are nothing because we are nowhere in the history book the only thing that we could find and it hurts me when black history month comes we only go back to slavery time we are more than slaves we are a proud race of people we are proud race of people that came from over in Africa. We are proud. Whether you came from Ghana, Benin, whether you came from Angola, whether you came from the Congo, whether you came from Nigeria, whether you came from the Ivory Coast, Sierra Leone, whether you came from Ethiopia, wherever you came from, Chad, Gambia, wherever you came from, Mozambique. We should be proud of who we are. Now, it's important that we, in studying the Bible, that we find that crossbreeding between the Hebrews, which were black, and blacks went on in spite of all the laws that they had in Deuteronomy 7 and 3, and Nehemiah 31, 17, and 18, Israel 1 and... One the first, the ninth chapter, verse one and fifteen, such restriction did exist at this time, and for religious reason, not racial, because they looked the same. So it wasn't about racial, but it was about religious belief. See, the Jews were already a people who looked identically to the same with those who were of the each of of Egypt. This is why. Some scholars and historians have written that Hebrew were of African origin. Now, now this is true. Now, we're going to look into this, and I'm going to give you the name of of these different uh, Greek and Roman scholars who, who wrote that it was nothing when you seen a Jewish or Hebrew person to think that they were African. The Greek historian and philosopher, his name is Strobo, S-T-R-A-B-O, states that during his lifetime, it was not unusual for his that to think that Jews were of black ancestry. Strobo went on to say that the Jews living in the Western Judea were of the African-Egyptian origin, and even the Roman Taxetus. P A C I T U S support so Strobos by saying Jews were of the Ethiopian race. Modern, modern white modern white Jews received much of their praise, culture, and popularity from the history of the early ancient Black Jews. The early Jews, the light complexion Jews contributed nothing to the early Hebrew development. Now listen at what I'm about to tell you. The light Hebrew did not come until Alexander the Great of the Greek came and conquered and mixed with them. And when the Romans came, so, and then Japheth, he left out around 11 chapters which was Caucasian, left out of the Bible at the, after the tower, at the tower of Babel to go up in Europe. And he does not show back up until Alexander the Great and different ones came back into the Bible. So you're talking about, all right, at 2,000 years being absent from the Bible to almost out the whole Old Testament, they were not involved in it. Now, I would, now, again, I would like to state this straight, that light-skinned Jews began to appear because of the crossbreeding with the Greeks during the time of Alexander the Great. Then came the Roman conquest, and interbreeding again took place. This is how we have some light-skinned, or uh, maybe some that past call itself white Jews today which are uh, really and uh so many of them today that claim to be of uh, jewish descendants uh really i don't like to use the word uh hebrew or israelite i would prefer using that terminology uh that that they're talking about or not now let us continue to discover the color of the ancient hebrew race to back up my statement, if you read Genesis, the 38th chapter, verse 1 and 11, 1 Chronicles, the 2nd chapter and the 3rd verse, and let us even go a step further to the history of Iraq, it is written in the world mart of nations under the past history that dates back before the time of Abraham in the land of all the Chaldeans. Those who were inhabited the country were a dark-skinned people, now, this is written about a rock, that there were dark-skinned people inhabiting the, swine, the different shrines that were built, implements, and pottery found in various sites can be dated back as early as the 5th century millennium. Now, now some sites near bear the name of some familiar Bible personality, which is considered the land between the two streams. The location of, of the Garden of Eden, a native land of the patriarch. of What you know that was the native land of Abraham. Now it, it's imperative that we 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 continue to understand what about by these things because the the records in history in Mesopotamia begin with uh, the Sumerians, and I told you when you look up the Sumerians, uh, you look up that of uh, the Sumer. 5,000 years ago, they said that they were chocolate with student odors. Now, uh, this, the origin of the linguistic aff- 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 affinities have yet to be established for certain. Now, this tells us that Nimrod was the hematic, uh discoverer of this place, who was the direct descendant of Ham, who all know were was a black man. So let let us continue to look on. We know Joshua was the grandson of Joseph. We know that if Joseph was a black Hebrew and he married the Egyptian woman, uh, Princess Ascenta, that he came off the lineage of Ephraim, because Joshua, not, not Joshua, but Joseph had two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. Well, Joshua came off of one, so Joshua was, was black. Ephraim and Manasseh were black. Joshua, the one that who led the Hebrews into the promised land, was a descendant of Ephraim. Now, you can look this up in Genesis forty one fifty two. Now, you know that, that that came from Joseph. And Joseph brothers, when they came there for food, the, his brother thought that Joseph was an Egyptian. I mean, uh, uh, Egyptian, yeah. Now, to understand the Bible, we must understand the history of the Hebrews. The Egyptians and uh, the Egyptians and uh, Ethiopians, these three black races played a great part throughout the Bible. Let us not stand idle and study history. And when I say history, I'm talking about H-I-S-S-T-O-R-Y. In America and in Europe, the only history that we learn is the history of Europeans and Anglo-Americans. That's what's taught. You wouldn't think that a person from China or any other continent in the world did anything but Europeans. That is the big lie That is the big whitewash And even to this very day They have what they call Critical race theory And that's the name That the, the, the people in America Have given to history Critical race theory Now theory is an untrue In fact It's almost like saying fiction Now they don't want it to be taught that Columbus did not discover America, that he did not come to America. He came his spaniel out there out there around Haiti where he where he landed and they call it Hispaniel. He didn't he might have made it to the Bahamas, but he didn't make it any further. He didn't land in the continental United States. Amen? Now one would think that other races had part in shaping America and that no other race had it. If you listen, nobody did anything and all these inventions that blacks and we're gonna get into those that we've done and and the Native Americans and if they would teach true history, if we would be allowed in the United States of America to teach true history, we would say that Some people left off the streets of Europe, Britain and other places. Poor alcoholic jailbirds left, came to America. Indigenous people showed love because they could not survive. They were freezing to death. Showed them how to survive, and they was rewarded by helping a person by so many millions of them were killed and they took their land away from them, raped them, burned their villages, killed their children. I said they took their land. And they said that African Americans are lazy. Well, I beg the different uh, Europeans had to be lazy because they did not build America. They went and they brought slaves from uh, West Africa to build this country, to build the islands in South America. And if you would look it up, I always make this statement. If you would ever find out, you'll find out that cotton, indigo, sugar, and tobacco represented 60% of the exports. See, when you export, other countries buy something from you. That brought money into the country. The revenues that came in the country came from those different crops. And and then they sold textile was the other portion, and you cannot make textile without cotton. With with these things that we're uh, we're talking about, that this is not put in. That's true history of America, and the same people that they worked with African slaves that they, that they brought in, they worked them from sun up to sundown. They raped the women sodomized some of the men, brand them on their buttocks and shoulders. They lynch them, burn them. Blacks were used to clean the swamps out. Doing away with the trees and other things that they had. Now it's important to know that, that was was slavery and that African Americans build this country. It's imperative that we understand. See now, even in Webster Dictionary, has to say by definition that Arabs are member of an Arab speaking people, are citizens of Arabia speaking nations, a member of the Semitic people inhabited since ancient times the Arabian Peninsula and desert fringes of Mesopotamia and Leventa. Now in AD 632, spreading through Southwest Asia and North Africa, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, Oman, Qatar, and Kuwait, the United Arab Emirates, we've noticed none of these races are white. Not one are white in the area. But some white folk now, they say now a whole lot of the Arabs are Semitic people and blacks, but they don't say that Caucasians are Semitic people. None of the races are white, only those who the United States of America put these people in the United States with its uh, friends. Uh, Great Britain and some other countries put the white Anglos and placed them in the Holy Land and put out the people, the, the Palestinians. The go further, Abraham was part of the ancient empire. Now the book, Ethiopia, the Missing Link uh, in African History, supports uh, my theory. The ancient empire, Ethiopia, comes down to us through the past from the ancient days with the richest heritage in history. Ethiopia had the richest heritage in history. Ethiopia was considered by by the Greek the home of the gods, the retreat of the masses, a land of fertile fields, with riverbeds of diamond, with mountains and gold, and Isles of the Blessed, the land they call it, the land of the setting sun, where the giant Atlas they said was compelled by the Olympian Joe to prop up the world. Now, 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 we know that those are out of God, but that's what they said about Ethiopia. Now, it's imperative that we understand that what they talk about, how they say that, about, because they talk about the heavens, how Ethiopia was a place where heaven uh, looked upon the head and the shoulder of the people, the vast desert which lies south of Atlas, which is Ethiopia and the Sahara, is called by the Moor's people, the Garden of Allah where the church of God, whose flaming wheels burnt the saw in the sand, scorched the children of Africa, and crisped the hand, which is the word Ethiopia is a term, sunburnt by the gods. That's what it means. But now they tell you that the Ethiopian and... The real name for Ethiopia and the real pronunciation was Ethiopia, sunburn phase. Now, George Smith, in the Chaldean account of creation on page 78, disciple from the Babylonian tablet that there was an original race of man at the beginning of the Chaldean history, a dark race, who was called Adamai which was called Adomai, the people of Ad or Atlas. Now let us go to Mr. Smith's sacred annals, page 49. He quotes the Hebrew commentator and said, Our rabbi asserts that Adam, our father of the blessed memory, composed a book of precept, which is delivered by God in paradise. Ancient record now in the possession of King Haile Selassie. Now we know Haile Selassie was black. A black Ethiopian king said that Iran was the 35th child of Adam. Josephus, the historian, the the, the Jewish historian Flavius Josephus, on page uh, 48 of the Antiquities of the Jews by William Winston, to translate says that that there is an old tradition with the Jews which said that Adam was the father of 33 sons and 23 daughters. The African language, we find that African language is the oldest language in the world, and it had its birth and growth before and beyond the flood. The language that was called Hebrew is nothing but a deviating of an African tongue now, this was stated by R.G. Latham in his book, Man and His Migration. That's on page 156 and with the 157. The Ethiopian says in the language of Abyssinian and the Gs and Tigris, admit as long as they have been, now, it's imperative that we, we that we just understand these things. Now, I want to tell you this: now, they hear the fact about that Ethiopians are black, and furthermore, uh they refuse to recognize Ethiopian fallacious now they uh, that that they were uh the Jews, the fallacious as a tribe of Jews we realized that Abraham came from the Ethiopian settlement or the Chaldees. Science and history verify this fact. The Bible history tells us that Jews, Ethiopians, and Egyptians married one another. When will this society realize that blacks are not ignorant people? Now that we have been somewhat introduced to the term palatia, And some call it Beta Israel, and it's F A L A S H A. I will present to you now several different newspaper articles to support my theory. The New York Times, Thursday, February the fourth, nineteen seventy-one. It was written by Edward B. Fiasco, and they talk about Ambora, Ethiopia, January fourteenth. 5,000 acres of wilderness in the malaria-infested lowland in northwestern Ethiopia are becoming something of a 20th century promised land for 25,000 black fallacious Jews. The fallacious whose primitive form of Judaism survived more than 2,000 years in isolation from other Jews, lived there in Ambora and others near the village where they earned meager living as sharecroppers, potters, and metal workers. Now, also you could find it in the London Jewish Chronicle, dated April nineteen uh, seventy-three. The Chief Rabbi, Bab- Rabbi yoshua officially recognized the Felicia as Jews. Rabbi obadiah Yoshua and Sephardi Chief Rabbi of Israel have given rabbinical ruling that the fallacian of Ethiopia are Jews, not Ephleks, and have accepted their claim that they are the descendants of the tribe of Dan. Now you we know or understand the tribe of Dan is where Samson came from. Rabbi Yoshua also accepted the presidents of the public council on behalf of the fallacian of whom that there are some 26,000 in Ethiopia calling themselves Beta Israel.
0: In a letter
2: dated February the 9th, 1973, Rabbi Yosef wrote Ovidai Hazar, who speaks on behalf of some of the Jews of Ethiopia and Israel, informing him of the ruling. After quoting a number of prominent religious leaders who had earlier ruled that the Falashas were Jews, including the late Rabbi Abraham Cook and the Eskenai Chief Rabbi, which Eskenai is not really a a, 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 a child a child of uh, a, a, a Israelite. Eskenai Chief Rabbi of Palestine and the late Rabbi Ishter, Hazel, and that's Herzog, Eskenai's chief rabbi of Israel and Yosef will continue, and Yosef continue. I have therefore come to the conclusion that the palacia are descendants of the tribe of Israel who went southward to Ethiopia, and there is no doubt that the above sage who established that they, the palacia are the tribe of Dan, investigated, inquired, and reached This conclusion, on the basis of the most reliable witness and evidence, it is my highest wish that my theory be proved by the fact that the evidence that I have presented, that the children of Israel were black. Now, when you go even further, you'll find out that even though, now these are some others, again, the Roman historian, Roman historian Tacitus, said that Hebrew people of Ethiopia, were people of Ethiopian origin, Tacitus lived about five, about fifty-five years to one hundred years after the death of Christ. So, in that area, AD uh, fifty-five to AD uh, one hundred twenty, he wrote several books. And is considered to be one of the world's greatest historians. Now, the, these are, are, are now these are white historians that's Romans who wrote that tells you that the Ethiopian and other blacks were, were 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 really the children of Israel. Now we go through all these things. Now, and even we find that the African language is the oldest language in the world, and it had its birth and growth. Before and beyond the flood So we we, we, we we should continue to To do and do our Best to do a study And even so I'm just going to Give some scriptures And we, we could look in further In Deuteronomy 18 and 5 It tells us These things These are some scriptures that Talks about the 12 tribes of Israel And them being black Deuteronomy 28, and 15, but it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord, the God, to observe and to do all this command and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake you. We would also be forced to work for food, water, clothing, and anything else we may need. Chains of irons were put upon our necks until we were destroyed as a people. Nobody ever destroyed us as a people. In Deuteronomy 28 and 48, it said, Therefore shall thou serve thy enemy, which the Lord shall send against thee, in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall... Put a yoke of iron upon your neck until he has destroyed you. And and, and what they're doing is just telling about slavery, that we're going to do it. And we know about the other one, about Deuteronomy 28 and 68. That one tells us that we were going to go into bondage on the slave ship. Now, yeah, Deuteronomy, it says, and the Lord shall bring thee unto Egypt. Now, the word English, it, it, it Egypt in certain contexts would mean place of bondage or bring you into bondage or slavery. And and it says, again, because it was written in Deuteronomy, the children of Israel were, so it's not talking about that Egypt, uh, place of bondage, because this is Deuteronomy after Moses and the others had left Egypt. They were about to go in the promised land. But he tells them I that he would I would bring you the bondage of slavery again again with ships and by where, way by way whereof I speak unto thee, thou shalt see it no more again, and there ye shall be sold unto your enemy now 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 that that the only person that was sold uh, on by ships is transatlantic slave uh trade. When the children of Israel went into bondage in Egypt, they walked in there. If you remember, uh, Joseph's brothers came in and to buy food because they didn't have uh, what you call uh, the Suez Canal, which divides uh, Africa from uh, Asia, uh, Asia Minor, whatever you want to call it. Um, some people call that area where the Holy Land is. It sits on the same ridge and titanic plate. As North Africa, so uh, that they would that that they would go back into slavery and we went into slavery, we know all these things, and there are a depiction of, of of how they talk about how 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 the Lord looks, how Jesus looks, and it talks about in revelation and and kings, and you know that we 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 sinned and God allowed us to be taken as slaves and brought into a land that we didn't know. But now, in Revelation, now, you have to understand, even in Revelation and in Daniel, Revelation 1 and 14, now, Jesus gave a description of himself, said that his hair, his head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like a flame of fire. And his feet were unto fine brass, as if it was burned in the furnace. That purple black, and his voice sounded like many waters. Now these are descriptive things that they're given. We already know that. Um, we already know that. We already know that the children of Israel were black, and we know that the Black Madonna is true. That when they showed a picture of the Madonna, the black Madonna, is showing us that it's true. The real Virgin Mary, the oldest statue they have of the Virgin Mary and the baby Jesus is a black woman with a black baby. And this is long before, but once the Europeans get hold to it, they make everything to be white. Why? Because it will make their children they tell you just the same, they don't want their children to have low self esteem. That's why they call that critical critical race theory C R T. And they walk, they refuse to teach true history in schools today. Because they say it will make their kids feel, 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 feel bad by knowing the truth. They don't say knowing the truth, but it'll make their kids feel bad. Well, you lied to us for so many years that we didn't do anything to African-American kids or, or whatever you want to say, black kids or whatever terminology you you want to use for us, uh, black Hebrew Israelites or... Uh, That's here, whatever terminology you want to utilize for yourself. But we have to understand that this group of people is never going to tell the truth and they refuse to teach the truth. Excuse me, getting a little water. But as I continue, it's time that, that we start teaching our own kids exactly what's going on. And it's time that we teach our kids that you didn't come from a market. It's time that we start teaching our kids that white folk came from us. We didn't come from them. The original man came from Africa. The original human race was started in Africa. And everyone came from that person in Africa, and it's time that we tell the truth. It's time it, It's time that it's really taught in school. It's time for us to quit allowing people to lie to our children and to duck the bullet. You are, are, are just a, a bleached form of a black man. To be and, and I'm not saying it to be sarcastic, but I'm just saying this about, what 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 other whites have came out and admitted that they are just only a bleached form of a, a, a faded form of a, of African American, and it's true. It's time that we teach our children the truth, and it is very imperative that we learn to teach our children the truth, because if you don't, no one will. And guess the thing about it, whites have written about those things. They have truly wrote about those things. Now, if you would go back and start looking over things, you'll find out that when you're looking for the concept where the origin of man, the origin of man started in sub-Saharan Africa. And if you, you go back to the oldest living fossil that they found, and that the name of the oldest living fossil is Lucy. Lucy was found in Ethiopia in 1974, and she was found by Don Johansson and Tom Gray. And they say the the fossils that they found dated back 3.18 million years ago. In other words, 3,180,000 years ago. They found the oldest living fossil. And they named this lady Lucy. And you can find on the Australopithecus, that's Australopithecus africinic fossil from Africa, East Africa. Okay, Northeast Africa, they found that, that fossil. And they named the Lucy because the Beatles had a record out at that time. And it was a very prominent record, in the, and it was called Lucy. And so they gave the lady uh, this black lady name; they named her Lucy. But I want you to understand this: every living person today, if the creation of mankind started in Africa, all you you can't find uh, anthropologists. Even geneticists, i tell you the truth, white geneticists, they have written that everyone come from Africa. And I'll tell you about the coloration of the skin color of Caucasians and other races as to where they came from, the mutation and the variant. But now, even going back, and we're going to go into Zanxanthropy, which is about 2, two million years ago. Now there, there, there's a couple that were famous, Louis Leakey and his wife Mary Mary Douglas Leakey, paleontologist. They discovered the first fossil Proconsul skull, and, and this was a extinct ape, which is now some believe try to say it's the ancestor of a human. But she also discovered this robust Xanxanthropus in the O.D. Gorge, which is in Tanzania. And the only thing when you're talking about Xanxanthropy is you're just talking about East Africa. You're talking about East Africa. She found a fossil that date back to up to 2 million years ago. Ancestors of an ape, and also of human. And while excavating that O D Gorge in Africa, she, they found different pottery. They found arrowheads, and that people were able to make different artifacts and further back to two million years ago. That people were able to make bow arrows and different war weapons. So uh, mankind have been doing different things before. We gave them credit for being able to do it. And let me be the first to say this, not the first, but let me give you this information that I truly believe this. I do not believe that man evolved from an ape. I do not believe that man evolved from an ape. They've been having zoos for thousands and thousands of years, but, at that same time, you've been having a zoo, but no monkeys or orangutans or gorillas is evolving into an ape. And I'm going to give with you some things dealing with the monkeys and the orangutan when we get into different DNA and other things, We we're going to talk a little bit about. But I just want you to know that the whole human race, if you were to just say where everyone came from, and people would be ashamed to say it, but everybody came from Africa. And everybody was dark skinned. Everybody were the color of Africans. That, that you will have nothing but mutations and variants when you look at Caucasian and other races of people. And, and the thing about it is white scientists, white archaeologists, anthropologists, all know it, geneticists. This is a known fact where it come from. Now it's imperative that that we learn and tell our children and the reason I'm giving you the name of the O D Gods and Xenanthropy, Z I N J A, P H R O P U S Xenanthropy. And if you want to look up Austral for is A U S T R A L-O-P-I-T-E-C-U-S, Australopithecus. Now, it's important that we understand that as we look at a lot of things that's going on ever right now, and we need to learn something about genetics, genetics, and I'm going to tell you that they call it out of Africa. They say mankind started leaving Africa 70,000 years ago. Now, think about this. Lucy was in Africa 3.18 million years ago. Now, the the fossils they found in Tanzania and that old deep gorge go back 2 million years ago. But they say it wasn't until about uh, 70,000 years ago People began to leave out of Africa, and they they did out of Africa was about 70,000 years ago. So it's imperative that we understand that, but we're going to go and look at this. Now, when you're talking about DNA, and you, whenever you're talking with somebody dealing with DNA, Mitochondrial DNA comes from the female. Nuclear DNA comes from the male, which is the Y chromosome. But now I want you to understand this and listen at me very carefully. If we are anyone all over the all over the globe, now I don't care. I do not care what country or what continent you live on. If you would trace your DNA in your maternal inheritance, which is your mitochondria within our cells, or mitochondrial DNA within our cells. All humans have theoretically a common ancestor. And this woman is known as Mitochondria Eve. She lived about 200,000 years ago in South Africa. She was not the first woman, but every other female lineage eventually had no other female offspring. And that means they were failing to pass on mitochondrial DNA. But as a result of this, all human beings, I'm talking about every continent, every country you go to, all human beings today can trace their mitochondrial DNA back to mitochondria E. Within her DNA and that of her peers ex- existed, all the genetic variants we see in contemporary humans since the time of mitochondria E. Now, different populations we've scattered abroad to all these different countries that continents now, and different populations of humans have drifted apart genetically, forming distinct ethnic groups. But we all carry this one lady's DNA, mitochondria Eve, a black woman. Now I want us to, to understand this and to show you this. A man who died 315 years before Christ. So it'll be about 2,300 years ago. He died, he was back during that time in South Africa. He is the closest relative yet known to the humanity of common premier ancestry of mitochondria Eve. They know by where he lived and what he did that he was a fisherman, but he is the closest genetic match to Eve, And he is an African. And this carries on to this carries on. And it is incumbent upon us to understand these things. Now, I told you that out of Africa started maybe about uh, seventy thousand years. This is what uh, this is what been studied by archaeologists and anthropologists for about seventy thousand years after a modern human established themselves in Africa they started thieving out of Africa when we started we populated in Africa and then left there about seventy thousand years. And then here it is you did say after they left in Africa, smaller population branched out to establish footholds in Asia, but Asia Minor way over that way round round the way uh, way where where, where where the uh, Arab people live. Then it spread into where you go to, That was even encompassed in India, and then went to China. And they didn't go to Europe until about 40,000 years ago. Now, in looking at this, we're going to go right quick since we were dealing with uh the uh, genetics and things like that, the DNA. Now, we're going to deal with a little more about genetics, and we're going to go even deeper. But now dealing with the genetics, when you talk about genetics, you're talking about the father of genetics, which is Gregor Mendel. Gregoire Mendel, G-E-G-O-R, Mendel, M-E-N-D-E-L, Gregor Mendel. Uh, he's noted as the father of genetics. The inheritance, now genetics is the inheritance involved in passing on discrete units of inheritance of genes from parents to offspring. And Mendel found out that the genes that you pass down from your parents to, to the children. But Mendel also found out and he came up with three laws, the law of independent assortment, that if a certain group of people leave and go independently of saw this they carry though that 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 uh genetic marker with them. Like if you go in Europe and they just a certain group of people when they go through a mutation and get light skin or become albinos, their children come out albinos. Now I want you to understand it. and the law of dominance talk about Whoever live in that certain area are the strongest genes will prevail. And the law of segregation, you know, to integrate means to live together. But that's why you see that the people in China look alike with about the about the independent assortment. That's why Japanese and the people in Asia, certain places, they all look alike because they're on that one continent. But I want you to understand this. Uh, and then we're going to go in, and I'm going to explain to you why are we different complexions in our color. Now, one part of Mendo uh, came up with was that black skin or brown skin come from dominant genes. Brown eyes come from a dominant gene. Light skin or, or, or albinoids come from a recessive gene. Blue eyes come from a recessive gene. Now, I want you to understand this, and this is going to tell you something about um, albinoism. You could take two of the darkest people from the sedan, and they could come together, pitch black individuals,
1: and have
2: a albino child. See, you could get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. Two recessive people with recessive genes, two Caucasians cannot make a black, but two blacks can make a white. And if you study about Africa, and Africa is the most diverse population of people on this earth. You got brown skin, they come with different hair texture, they come with all forms. And we, we have to understand these things. We, they come with all forms. Uh, so, so now, this all comes from the dominant and the recessive. Now, there's a, uh, some information that I looked up, and I was doing some research. And they were dealing with uh, DNA, and, and they talked about the hidden DNA discovery only found in blacks. And it's called the World DNA Strain. And it comes from it's the American Association for the Advancement of Science, a DNA series, uh, a a genome. And it's Dr. Edward Robinson. You could look it up under Dr. Edward Robinson. His DNA discovery only found in black African people. Now, I want you to understand that this is something that they found out about African people. Now, I pay close attention to what I'm about to tell you, because this is something that you can look this up. It's 15 now. There were like 15 uh, white scientists who came together and they were doing some research with DNA. And these 15 scientists, they were writing about it and they did the research because they knew that DNA comes in sequence, and that's when you see these two swerved lines but look like a ladder. They, they swerve it like, but it's a ladder. They're dealing with sequence and genome. But now, in DNA, you also have series. Now, I want you to understand this. And this is what they wrote. They wrote this, but they never put it in a book. See when you measure your DNA in series it ma- it measures your intelligence and your greater possibility to be a genius is now this is what you're with is under global pattern of disequilibrium, global pattern of disequilibrium. Now, I want you to understand this that the higher the series of your DNA. The more intelligent or smarter you are. So what they did, these fifteen Caucasian scientists, what they did, they took a orangutan because they're going something uh, those that are more near to a human ways, and the orangutan. And remember what I say: the higher series, the more intelligent, or uh, the more likely you to be a genius. The orangutan had three series. The next they did, they did the gorilla. The gorilla had more series than the orangutan. The gorilla had four series. Now, they took the chimpanzee because they said that we are pretty much ancestors of the chimps. And so it was that the chimps were more smarter than the orangutan. The chimps were more smarter than uh, a gorilla. Now the chimps had five series. So they went into Europe and they started testing humans. And by they, when they began to test the humans, they found out that the whites, the Chinese, Japanese, and all over the globe had six series. And so when they came out, that means that that, uh, that they were smarter than any animal. But they didn't test Africa. And when they went to West Africa, which is where most of the slaves came from, that's in America, came from West Africa, when they test them, they had nine series. They had three series more than Caucasians, Chinese, Japanese, anywhere you go on the globe, meaning that they were more, their intelligence measured more and we may say oh no but that's been the key long as they teach you to be a thug long as they teach keep you poor and keep you in crime you'll never know your expectations long as they don't tell you your value and tell you what you've done uh thing and and brainwash you that you didn't do anything and make history nothing but lies if you would only just do some research and and, and what I did once, I went in and I did this, but it would take so long for me to do this. But I looked up the inventions that the Chinese and Japanese and Native Americans and Africans, and people in the African continent did, uh, did and then uh, uh, African Americans. And when I looked at them, I was wondering, well, I don't see hardly anything Caucasians ever done but go and steal the invention from everyone. Now, America wouldn't be where they are today if it wasn't for inventions from Native Americans with medicine, Africans from medicine, Africa with, with science and architecture and mathematics and science. Now, right here in America, the fiber optic that we have, all our computers and television, all this technology we have run by fiber optic wine is a black female. The GPS system comes from a black female. The cell phone comes from a black male. Now, when they went to go to the moon in in 1969, they have a movie they they call Hidden Figures. There were some uh, African-American females who Figured out the trajectory, how much gas it would, and which how to come back into uh, Earth's atmosphere. And they, they they recently about four years ago they uh, had to move it. Blacks invented the typewriter, and what I'm trying to say, everything you we don't pay attention Any sport. If I don't care if it's golf, if it's tennis. Whenever we get into a sport we dominate it. And books too. The cell phone, just about everybody walking around with a cell phone, typewriter, gas mask, safety glasses, elevator, clothes dryer, air conditioning unit, almanac, blood plasma peg, lawnmower, lube cup, refrigerator, spark floor, stethoscope. Thermostat control, traffic light. I said typewriter, electric lamp bulb, and that's just some of them, I Didn't want to name all of them. Uh, that 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 I had written down that that's here, because it just go on and on. These are things that we've done, and we need to we need to to teach our children that they're not dumb and they're not you no know, they're not a G. You're not a gangster. Leave that foolishness alone Yes, we're poor Yes, we don't have certain things But we don't have to bow down to no one We need to teach our children Who they are and whose they are As uh, Pastor William always talked about We have to teach them who they are Now I want us to understand It's very important that we understand This, this Caucasian lady Sarah Tishkoff, University of Pennsylvania in part one, African genomic human evolution, she talks about the mitochondria DNA, about the single lineage of it that, that's inherited, and the nucleus of uh, DNA, which composed by both parents, male and female, the different source of DNA in the human. Now, they have the same thing with us. But we have, but our DNA is more, and they don't like to tell you this, this thing that they have is more come from, uh, you know, what I'm trying to say is that when you're looking at your DNA, you're going to have cytoplasm, you're going to have mitochondria DNA, you're going to have chromosome and nucleus, and your nucleus, C N A is is like you're dealing with your Y chromosome and your list and I, what it is is this dramatic drift is very important what she's talking about and she the genomes all come from human evolution evolution which comes from Africa now and and we need to let our let them know that they are no more than um that that Caucasian and I don't like to say they because uh, I, I want this to be civil, and I want this to be correct. I'm a, I am a Christian, and I believe that everyone is a child of God. Everyone is a child of God, although we haven't been treated that way. Now they have this el- elderly white lady, and her name is Jane Elliott, and uh, she's been on several television shows, over and so many, and she once said that we wouldn't have to have black life matter if we didn't have 300 years of black life not matter now the same lady made the statement that white, that she was no more than a faded image of a black person and Dr. Kenneth Chain explained that white people is a mutation of black africa and now, when, when we talk about a mutation, and a, I'm going to wind it up now, but when you're talking about a mutation, you talk about the COVID-19, it mutated, and you got your Delta variant, your South African variant. Now, listen at this. This is why that they are, 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 are they, 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 they are more or less mulatto, not a mulatto, but I mean an albino. A mutation is a change of structure of a gene resulting in a variant form that may be transmitted to subsequent generations caused by the alteration of a single base unit in DNA or deletion, insertion, or rearrangement of large sections of genes. Now, if you ever saw a, 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 a albino, well, we know that albinos don't have melanin. We know Caucasians lack melanin. So that's a deletion of melanin. I don't understand why we have a white catfish is an albino, white tiger is a catfish. A, a white a, a, a white lion is it's, it's 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 one. Everything white they call albino, but they don't say anything about uh Caucasian being albino and they lack melanin. See a mutation now they say a mutation is all, is ultimately the only way in which new variants enter into a species. The new variant where went from when they left Africa, they went in did a mutation, and this variant enter in there and we look different. Now, when you look up and in and the, in the, and when you are always talking about a new variant of a disease, when you're talking about people with with with, with the genomes and and when you're talking about anthropology okay the variant a variant is a form of version of something a version of something that differ in some respects from one from respect from other form of the same thing a form of a standard the standard was the original humans were black and this variant happened by uh, a dna by the DNA that they did pletion or assertment or rearrangement of some genes that took place, whether it was climate or whatever took place, and people hair would turn to like horse hair, and it was no longer curly. But I want to say the hair part don't play any different, and sometimes some of the color, because you have brown-skinned African. You have dark-skinned African with straight hair. Our Africans don't have wide noses. If you go on East Africa, most of those have pretty noses like Caucasians, and they and that's what they were born with. That so it doesn't that 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 a lot of from, uh, from the west coast of Africa do have wider noses and different other places. But African is very uh, uh it, 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 it's a myriad of different looks in Africa. There's the most uh. Um people who look more different than any other continent in the world uh I'm gonna turn the phone open to question and answer period.
1: all right, God bless you pastor thank you and uh you ready to turn this phone over so uh um thank you for a powerful show uh so brothers and sisters out there listening. God bless you welcome uh the phone line is open. you have any questions, comments statements uh for Dr. Kemp, the line is open for you. Good evening.
2: <laughs> yes, sir. Good, good, evening. good evening. Do we have, Do any, we have questions any questions that anyone want, want to ask? Is there anyone there that would like to ask a question or would like to add something to what we spoke about tonight? I firmly believe that the only dumb question is one not asked. And that's the way you learn through asking questions. And I, like I say, I feel that it's very important. And I would admonish all of us to try to learn as African Americans to learn more and more about ourselves and about where we came from And because we're not going to learn it from anyone else unless we do the necessary research. Now, I... Uh, we' just I was doing a little reading, and uh we have to understand just what have been done. I know they don't want like they teach want us to teach history, but if we ever look at uh, Google and find out what is the Berlin conference after slavery end um uh, in eighteen 18- Eighty-four and eighteen eighty-five, they had a, a Berlin conference. Done with the European nations met together, met, had met together in, 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 in Germany in Berlin. The Germans didn't wasn't that strong in the slave trade, so they wanted to get some money. The other European nations had made a lot of money off the slave trade, and the conference was, you know, a conference of, of European uh, nations and they uh the european power neatly they divided africa up among themselves and if you go to that's why if you go to around nigeria the people speak french and you go to different other places there might be germanic if you go down uh in south africa there may be uh british it, so it's all over Africa where they took over, the only independent nation during the time was Ethiopia. So it's, it's a lot of things that we need to know. And that, that was called the Berlin, the Berlin conference. And, um, so if you thinking that people are going to teach you different things, what I'm talking about, and it's simple, they know it. Everything that i said, cause the majority of information came from their own books. But they refuse to teach it in in, in in school. Now, because how do you think that uh you could do away with the Black Panther, but you got o three hundred and over three hundred and fifty white hate groups right in America, not just a few that we know of, but there really is over three hundred and some are. And if you think I'm kidding, look up or go to YouTube and just listen at Dr. John Hendrick Clark. And you can learn a lot, but we need to pay close attention and learn more about ourselves. Amen. Again, if there's anyone that's listening, has a question, and would like to ask, um, I'm here, and I'll try my best to answer the question if I have knowledge of it. So it's open. I guess, uh, William, it sounds as though no one is there to have had a question they would like to ask. uh, Yeah,
1: there's some people on the line, Pastor. I guess they just don't have any questions, though.
2: Okay. Well, I truly appreciate each and every one who tuned in tonight, and I just want to say God bless you. And I pray it was something said or done that you learn something about yourself and that you could feel better because we are truly blessed people, but so much have been hidden from us and so much have been, uh, uh, the, Euro, the Eurocentric uh, folk, those of European descendants, they have hid everything. You wouldn't even believe that the Chinese or the Japanese or any other race. Uh, developed or did anything because everything was Caucasian. And that's not true. Even those who call themselves Jews are not uh, Israelites. The uh, the term Jew didn't come out. The term Jew really come really later on. I don't think it should even be in the Bible, but it's interpretation that came later on in your Bible. If you look up the word, there's something that you weigh during the time of the Holy uh, the people that they put in the bondage, that they, they they were people nobody wanted them to live around them and it wasn't because they were God chosen people they people they learned how to make jewelry and that's why you get the word Jew J E W like you have jewelry Jew jewelry. they made jewelry they were bankers they were money sharks money loan you know how they how they say how they say loan shark. They were loan sharks, and they knew how to hustle money. And Hitler couldn't make anything off of, so Hitler started disposing them. So, and don't get me wrong, that they paid those that they—they they are not Hebrews. They have no claim because there is no such thing as white uh, uh, Europeans in the Holy Land at that time of Jesus at all. And I'm gonna say this, and I know that I may be hated for saying it for those who are Caucasian and call themselves Jews. Didn't know it's the truth. If you call yourself a Jew, you know what I'm saying is true. You took on a Hebrew uh, a religion, you took on a Hebrew culture, but you're not a Hebrew. Hebrew were black. The next thing I want to, the next thing I'm gonna say is, you might get angry, but I'm gonna say it. The only reason that they have the people over there right now, and they gave it to these people who are very, very student and, and 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 changing money. They own the bank, the rough child, and all of them. They're, they're the richest people going. Um, you're on the southern part of of Europe. You could reach any way from the southern parts of Europe. You're on the north, the front door of Africa. And you're west of, of the Arab people. The United States paid for your military thing because we could attack anybody from anywhere we want to attack them from. That's why French and the British and everybody you got it is called strategic positioning. That's why they're there. They have no claim to it. It's no such thing as white people in that area period during the time of jesus or before jesus it was never any whites matter of fact it wasn't called it was called north africa it was it wasn't called uh the middle east during that time it recently just got that name so let us let us learn about some history and learn about that hitler wanted them that is about a money thing now we can say about the holocaust and I know it was a Holocaust, and I feel so sorry because you don't kill anyone. One person died wrong, but I never heard no one talk about the way more than it had many more than six million blacks died in the transatlantic slave trade. The Middle Passage in America, are disease, drowned, worked to death, you name it, they died, and no one bring that up, but you, you won't forget the Holocaust. I'm gonna be just be just 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 at, just really adamant about what I'm saying, and because it's the truth, so uh, I, I had to get those words out. And there are different scholars that you could look up again if you get an opportunity to look up a doctor named Dr. John Hendrick Clark, H E N R I K Clark, C L A R K E. Uh, and, you, and, and he explained a lot of things to you that you didn't know, even about the religion, that belief that we have, and how it's utilized on us, not that it's false, but how it is utilized and taught to us to keep us so docile, cause they don't believe in the teaching. <laughs> so they tell you turn the other cheek and you do this, that, and the other. That's to keep you down, and you're just waiting for somebody to rescue you, and God have already given you five cents how to take care of your own self. Amen. God bless you. Pastor. you have something you want to say. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, none, powerful, powerful words, Pastor. Those are words that need to be said. Those are things that need to be discussed. It's time for some accountability. It's spirit. It's time for some accountability. And, 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 and God has said that we need to start speaking up, talking about these things. Bringing it to the forefront. So I'm all for it. Uh, don't forget to join our ladies tomorrow night, the P31 Ladies Night, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, in the month of October. They've been dealing with mental illness, mental health. Uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Check them out tomorrow, 7.30 right here on YAT Radio. Thank you for turning us on. Back to you, Pastor.
2: God bless you again. I, I want to thank each and every one for tuning in. And uh, again, uh, it's a privilege for me to share some of the things that I've studied. I love to study about uh, true history, not not the made-up history where Europeans have blackmailed us. And again, I, I made a statement. I really wish that you guys would look this up. And I was just confound when I found out that this was that if you look up and you just ask, and if you have a computer and you could have a printer, print out the the inventions that Chinese invented. Then print out the inventions that Japanese invented. The Africans, counting, count, but you have to count. See, they have taken Egypt off the map of Africa because they were living in Stone Age when Egyptians had skyscrapers cutting diamonds and metallurgy and everything was going on they stole everything they stole so much from egypt and then about african americans and native americans find out the invention native americans invented things too dealing with medicines africans did medicine a lot of things with their metallurgy they had diamonds everything there so find out what what they did and then you'll find out that europeans uh didn't invent hardly anything and i'm going to make a statement and i don't Want to downrate any people in Europe, but I have to tell the truth. When they left Africa,
0: they went up to a place that
2: the place is no more than uh, the place is no more than uh, a, a throwed out ice box, a throwed out ice box where. Crops don't grow good in Europe because it's so high up uh close to the, the uh going to the Arctic and to uh until it's it's cold. It's get cold up in Europe. It's no more than a throw out of ice by so they have to come they down, down come south down south, the African other way the way the land is it, it, it's so fertile and, and it's hot and everything could grow and it rains. And so they don't have anything in Europe. That's why they have to try to colonize Africa and other places because you don't have anything. You you just speak the truth. Do your own study. Some farm, but they they can't grow things like other other places could do it. And that's why that, that the South is so important to America, because you could grow crops. You could you have a little weather up in up northern parts of America, you could grow a little something. But you can't grow it like you could grow it in the south. In the south, you grow crops year round. You got a spring, a summer, and a fall crop. So it's a certain things that you never paid attention to about Europe. Europe is no more than a throwed-out icebox. It used to be. They tell you about the ice age. Yes. You got Greenland, Great Britain is way up there, up there, up there, high up there to a new. So many places like that. Germany is cold. Russia is cold. All you have to do is just look it up, and you'll find out. That's why they want to go to other countries and try to take over because they're no more than a it out ice box. Or you don't know nothing. People don't. Uh, Doctor I mean. <laughs> Reverend William, they don't know what an ice box is, okay? But <laughs> the ice box, I know what ice box is. It's not a refrigerator. They used to take their big block ice and put it up in this little metal. it had a wood like case, like but it had metal on the inside, sheet metal on the inside. Put the ice in the top, and it and it froze. The side of the sheet metal was was cold, was frozen like. And so you you set your stuff in there and. And cold, an ice man would pass like twice a week, and you kept that's how you kept things cold. We always had a refrigerator, but I do remember people that did have what you call ice box.
1: Hmm. So uh,
2: it, it, it's one of those things. That's all always come is a broke down ice box. That's all where well, well, it don't get as cold anymore, but it gets cold up there, and, and it ain't worth growing too much or nothing on on the farm. So God bless you, and uh, I'm going to pray all, all, us out of here because no one is asking a question. Again, I love everybody. There's no, nothing you guys could do about it, and uh, uh, just continue listening. I pray you continue and not take what I said. I gave the name of different uh, professors and others that made different discoveries. And look it up for yourself. Don't believe what uh, what folks say. Because I've, I've heard so much many things that whites been lying for so long about certain things. They've been lying to us for, I mean, it's been, I, you can't say how long they've been lying to us and things. We've been here over 500 years in America, and they've, been, they've lied to us and lied to other people about us. And we just need to learn how people, what they think of us. I see now they're talking about moving Washington uh, statue from New York courthouse, I think. And the people are speaking out against it. They just told him straight. This black couple say, look, he's a slave owner. He wasn't a good man and told him about the Constitution. No, no, he's he's the father. He's not the father of this country. (laughs) They had had Indians or Native Americans here. God bless you. Heavenly Father, we come in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for those who tuned in. And, Lord, we we pray, Lord, it was said and said, something done, that we learned something this night, Lord. And, Lord, we ask that you would bless us and strengthen us and keep us, Lord. And, Lord, we just ask, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that if we have any family members who are sick or if we have any friends, Lord, that they're sick and shed in, Lord, that you would bless them. And, Lord, open our eyes and open our hearts, Lord, that we learn of ourselves because we've been a a, a, a people that have been punished and suffered so much at the hand of another race, Lord. Lord, but we know that you are looking and you sit high and you look low. And, Lord, we know that people might get by, but you never get away. And, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for Pastor William and his program as this radio talk show to go out and he he want us to learn. He, he, the main thing is he want to open and give blacks the wisdom and knowledge of themselves because they're not teaching it to us, our children in school, and that we can learn ourselves and teach our own children because when you find a racist that, that's controlling race that want to make you seem that you're ignorant and you're the dummy, and maybe they are the dummy, but they want to have you to think that you are oh lord we just thank you and we praise you and lord and as we leave this station we pray we never leave far from your presence may the grace of our lord and savior jesus christ the love of god and the sweet communion of your holy spirit lead and guide us in the name of jesus we pray amen i love everybody black white rich or poor and there's nothing you could ever do about it good night
3: People I love you, you. we are We are dying, we are dying. they are lying, we're, we're being shot and hearted, why you hating me? Uh-huh. I'm just trying to be, play the I be, the greatest rock and be, Grow with one another, living happily, living happily. but you hurting me, yeah. you hurting me? why yeah. not work for peace? Why a grace family, a great to breathe, another day, to breathe another day take for granted that y'all gave us all new life, but we need to learn to love each other, humanity. have a peaceful word to say, have a peaceful place for kids to, to run.
1: Being brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where Dr. Pastor Libert Kemp is the dean. God bless you and good night. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.